Hey everyone, I'm Kristen Holmes, CNN correspondent in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, March 2nd. I'm coming to you live from CPAC, where the vibe is a little different this year. What does that say about the Republican Party as a whole? Anyone who's anyone in the Republican Party used to make it a point to go to the Conservative Political Action Conference, called CPAC for short. It's meant to be a place where ideas are shared, money is raised, and grievances are aired over policy, culture, etc. Presidential hopefuls used to not dare to miss it. But the attendance list this year shows the GOP is going through a bit of an identity crisis right now before the 2024 nominating process. Trump is scheduled to headline CPAC, and a ton of his allies on Capitol Hill and his inner circle are all here, including Trump's son Don Jr., as well as Kerry Lake. These are all people who are here for this conference. Don Jr. actually tweeted today, CPAC looking like MAGA country, folks. Wow. Now, on the flip side, some 2024 GOP hopefuls have other plans in mind. That's right. There are two major GOP gatherings this week. And some prominent Republicans are skipping CPAC in Maryland for a private donor retreat in Florida this weekend. Now, that donor retreat is hosted by Club for Growth, a conservative anti-tax group that is at odds with Donald Trump. The club is one of the biggest outside spenders in Republican politics, pouring $2 million into Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' last re-election campaign. Unsurprisingly, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is set to headline this weekend's retreat, skipping out on CPAC. The conference made it clear it would still welcome DeSantis if he changed his mind, with a spokesperson calling any absence from a potential presidential candidate a, quote, missed opportunity. DeSantis is expected to be joined by former Vice President Mike Pence, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, and New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, all potential 2024 hopefuls. All but Sununu have spoken at prior gatherings of CPAC, but this year they have all decided to skip it and instead just head to this private retreat. One big missing name from the Club for Growth meeting, Donald Trump. The former president is the only 2024 hopeful who wasn't invited to Palm Beach. There are also some top names that are trying to have it both ways by going to both events. 2024 GOP candidates Nikki Haley and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy will eventually speak at CPAC, then head to Florida. Republican Senators Ted Cruz and Rick Scott will also attend both. Here's what they had to say today. We need to win, and that means getting behind people who are ready to fight. And we need to win. We need to take back the Senate. We need to grow our majority in the House. Yes. And we need to send Joe Biden back to his beach house in Delaware. The tired old Washington establishment way, it's had its day. They've stayed too long. On their own, Democrats don't have enough votes to pass their absurd policies. But the old Republican establishment always gives them just the number of votes they need. That has to end. One major story looming over the conference, sexual assault allegations against the president of the American Conservative Union, which puts on CPAC. A Republican strategist is suing Matt Schlapp and his wife for more than $9 million, alleging Schlapp sexually assaulted him. Schlapp has denied the claims. Like one GOP operative told me, that gives a big pause to candidates, where a scandal or being attached to one can make or break a campaign. Matt Schlapp kicked off CPAC today by introducing Congressman Jim Jordan. He's the chair of the House Judiciary Committee and said its work can be boiled down to one theme, protecting the First Amendment. The most important liberty you have, in my judgment, 
is your right to talk. If you can't speak, you can't practice your faith, you can't share your faith, you can't petition your government, you don't really have freedom of press. I mean, that's the most important one, and that's the one they go after. And this committee, the Judiciary Committee, is supposed to be the committee that protects the Constitution and the liberties we enjoy under the Constitution and in the Bill of Rights. So that, to me, is the most important thing. Being a conservative conference, I'm sure it doesn't surprise you what a lot of Republicans talked about today, like education policy, origins of COVID, the southern border, election integrity, and the so-called weaponization of the federal government. These dueling gatherings also prompt a bigger question. What role does CPAC play for conservatives today? If so many conservative leaders feel like they can skip what's supposed to be their biggest gathering, does it still have the same cachet? CPAC spokesperson Megan Powers-Small had a strong rebuttal to the idea that the conference has a lackluster roster this year. Quote, it's clear that the leftist media is on a search and destroy mission against CPAC, its leadership, and the conservative movement. We could fill many more days of programming with all of the people who have requested to speak. Any suggestion to the contrary is disingenuous. Still, it clearly does have some pull. Even though it's not scientific or representative of the entire electorate, CPAC is famous for its candidate straw poll, asking attendees who they would support in a GOP primary for president in 2024. Last year, Trump won. Among the attendees who voted last year, 69% said they preferred Trump, with 24% saying they would prefer Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. I got a preview speaking to some voters today at CPAC about how they feel about the potential 2024 GOP field. I think we're all a little disappointed about Ron DeSantis. Came here specifically for Trump. We want Trump 2024. We want the other Republicans out there that might want to run against Trump, not to run against Trump and endorse Trump so we can have a gigantic MAGA movement. Now, keep in mind this conference has just started. Looking ahead, what can we expect for the rest of it? Expect a roster of Trump supporters and former Trump aides like Steve Bannon, Kimberly Guilfoyle, and Donald Trump Jr. Congressman Matt Gates and Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene are both slated to speak as well. That's all leading up to a speech by Donald Trump on Saturday evening. So there is a lot to look forward to. But as you heard, even though this is a Trump-centric event, people are still keeping their options open. And that's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing it on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.